Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast and our journey through the Bible. We just finished up the book of Joshua. It finished on a high note. Everybody's saying we will serve the Lord. And now we're beginning Judges and the tone has changed. Let's dive in. Well, once again, welcome back to day 89 in our journey through the Bible. We've just finished another book, the book of Joshua. That felt like it flew by. And now we enter the book of Judges. We go from a book of victory to we're going now to a book about defeat. We go from a book of Joshua that where the people are at rest, they're at freedom from liberty, and now we're going to Judges where they're going to find themselves in bondage. We're going for from a book that was about believing God by faith, and now we're going to a book that's all about demonstrating unbelief. We went from a book where Israel was stable, and we're going to a book where Israel is slipping back now and being double-minded. We went from a book where they were moving forward, they were advancing, now we're going to a book where they're going backward, they're retreating. We're going from a book where they were heavenly-minded And we're going to a book, sadly, where they're earthly-minded. We're coming from a book where they were true to God. And we're headed to a book where they turned to Baal. We're going from a book where they enjoyed God's blessings. And now we're going to a book in Judges where they experience constant grief. We're coming from a book where they were at oneness with God. And now they're at enmity with God in Judges. In Joshua, they were empowered by God. In Judges, they're going to be weakened by their flesh. In Joshua, they would not tolerate sin. In Judges, they condoned sin and they compromised. In Joshua, they had great joy. In Judges, they have great sorrow. In Joshua, they obeyed the word of God. In Judges, they rejected and neglected the word of God. In Joshua, they followed God's man. In Judges, they did what was right in their own eyes, the Bible says. At the end of Joshua 24, which is where I want to pick up, they said, we will serve God. But in Judges, they forsook God and served Baal. What happened? Like, what was the change? What took place? Well, over the next several weeks as we kind of talk about this, and I may touch on a little bit today, Uh, We will discuss it. But I want you to remember a little bit about Israel's history. Israel, I feel like a broken record saying this each week, but we've been with them since the beginning in the sense that we've been studying this. Abraham was promised a a land, and in the book of Joshua, we saw them get that land. They had to conquer that land. It's not a picture of heaven. We don't have to conquer anything to get to heaven. Jesus conquered sin and death for us. It's a picture of rest. It's a picture of the, the victorious Christian life. And they had to trust God by faith, but they were they they had that land. And as I said in my opening with all these 15 comparison and contrasts, really, they enjoyed the blessings of it. They were empowered by God. They saw great joy. They didn't tolerate sin. It's a picture of the Christian life when it's lived as it should be. But the book of Judges is a picture of what many Christians experience, no joy. They condone sin, compromise sin, enmity with God, constant grief. And they're like, why am I staying here? Well, there was a problem. Let's just back up. You remember when we were in 
in Deuteronomy. We read through all that book of Deuteronomy and God was giving them some instructions. Do you remember some of these? Remember like in chapter six when God told them you need to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Remember that? He said, keep them first. Remember in the same chapter, he said, teach your children the commandments of God. You remember? He said, even write it on the on your mantle and your doorpost. Remember when he said, don't forget me when things are going good. He said, you're going to, remember, I, I talked about this. I said it was a little bit of foreshadowing. He was saying, you're going you're gonna to have cities that you didn't build. You're going to have vineyards that you didn't plant, all of this, and you're going to forget me. He said, don't forget me. Remember when he said, don't go after other gods. Don't do it. You're going to be tempted. Don't go after other gods. He said, matter of fact, he said, drive out all the people because you're, you're going to not, you're going to be tempted by their gods if you don't. And you, do you remember in the reading in Joshua, I didn't write again in the newsletter this week, but there was one chapter this week. You remember when it says like Ephraim and Manasseh, they didn't drive out the Canaanites. They just made them pay tribute, pay taxes, but they let them stay with their gods and everything. You remember that? Remember when God told them to destroy the enemy? But I just, I just said they didn't. Remember when God told him to trust him and not to fear? They even had a rule, the law, the entire law, everything that we read had to be read out loud to the people every seven years. And then Joshua went in after this generation had heard and he conquered the land with them. And they only had one setback at Ai, but they got that right and dealt with that sin. And, and they were living in victory. They all got their land as God had promised. God kept his word, but they didn't keep theirs. And though at the end of chapter 24, in Joshua 24, the famous verse that many of you probably have posted even up in your, at your house, and it says in verse 14, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. He says, challenge him, serve the Lord. But here's the famous verse. He says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods in your father served were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's what Joshua's stand was as an older man about to die. But after that, after that, the people said in unison, like five times, we will serve the Lord. And then he would say, ah, oh, you don't know how easy this is going to be. And he says, we will serve the Lord five times. When you come to Judges, and you've already read it probably today. When you come to Judges chapter one, and you get down like to verse 19, and then all of a sudden you start to see defeat. You start to see problems. And throughout the entire book of Judges, it's going to be constant grief and trouble. What happens? Well, three basic things happen. I've just recapped for you Deuteronomy, what God was saying to these people. And they've already started to show the compromise in Joshua by not driving out those Canaanites. But that decision led to this. Three things. They had a lack of faith. You can see it in verse 19. Let me just go ahead and take my Bible over there. Let me go to Judges chapter 1. In verse 19, and let's see what it says. And the Lord was with Judah, and he drove out the inhabitants of the mountain, but he could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had chariots of iron. Oh, wow, you've got chariots of iron. I've got the creator of this world. But in their minds, they said, we can't do it. They have these chariots of iron. 
So now we see a lack of faith. They're doubting when they have the whole history. They have God on their side who parted the Red Sea, who's defeated every enemy for their generation. This is the third generation now, in a sense, coming in. But now they're doubting what their fathers have told them, what they know about God. There's a lack of faith, and then there's a disobedience. Verse 27, neither did Manasseh drive out the inhabitants of her towns, nor uh, Tanaka of her towns, nor the inhabitants of Dor. And they're, they, so what's going on? Just saying they're not going to drive them out. Go ahead and stay. You guys can stay. So there's a lack of faith, and then there's disobedience. And you know what? When you in your Christian life have no faith or a lack of faith, and you disobey God, then you can expect this third thing. There's a lack of power in your life. You're not going to see answered prayer. You're not going to see lives change. You're not going to see, you say, well, God's not using me. I don't see, well, if is there a lack of faith and is there a disobedience? Well, then you can expect what you see in verse 34 of chapter 1. And the Amorites, watch, that's the people of Canaan. They forced the children of Dan, that's the children of Israel, into the mountain for they would not suffer them to come down to the valley. How did that happen? How can they force Israel into a valley that they didn't want to be in? How, how, why did Israel all of a sudden lose their power? Because of a lack of faith and disobedience. And now they have no power. Do you know, all of this is a picture of the New Testament Christian life. It's reality. It really happened. This is an allegory. This really happened. But it all is an example for us today of the exact same thing in the Christian life. When we live by faith and we trust God and we obey God, we can see victory like the book of Judges. But when we decide to compromise and sin and disobey God and live in a lack of faith, guess what? Sin is going to conquer you, will drive you to the valleys. And that's exactly what happened here. And so as you read this book of Judges, you'll notice the contrast that I opened up with. It's not the same as Joshua. There's a lot of problems. In Judges 2, they're going to get confronted by an angel of the Lord. And there's going to be a cost to their compromise. It always is. Whenever we give in to sin, there's always a cost. I started thinking about some of these verses. I won't get into them in the New Testament, but be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil like a roaring lion. He's he's after us. The challenging Galatians, we need to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh, because the flesh is after us. And James, when he says, you adulterers, adulterers, know you not, the friendship with the world is enmity with God. And he says in 1 John that love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, because the world is an enemy. And so what they chose, what they did not do is they didn't do exactly what he told them to do in the beginning. He didn't put God first. They didn't love God with all their heart, soul, and mind. They stopped teaching these commandments to their children. They forgot God once they got into the land. And they started going after other gods. And their lack of faith and their disobedience will lead to an ugly book of Judges that you're going to read. Now you're going to meet some men and women called Judges. They are they judge the land. It's basically, I look at them, I joke with my teenagers sometimes and call them like the Avengers of the day. The, they're heroes of the day. They would come in and rescue Israel. Because God's going to say, okay, you compromised, you sin. 
Here comes the punishment, and God will allow the people of Canaan that they left staying in the land to conquer them and turn them basically into slaves. But these heroes, these judges would raise up, uh, rise up, and they would conquer and, and set them free for some time. And then Israel would go back to sinning. You're going to find a cycle that takes place throughout this book of Israel doing well, and then Israel compromising, Israel being punished by God, and then Israel crying out over their sin, God raising up a judge, Israel doing good, and then Israel sinning, and then Israel being disciplined by God. It's a constant pattern in this book. So here we are. We've come in from a book of victory to a book of defeat. But as you're reading these stories, just think about in your life, what is the core reason for this? Lack of faith, disobedience, or lack of obedience, if you want to keep that, and then a lack of power. And I promise you, same things will happen in your life. If you lack faith and you start walking by sight, not by faith, if you disobey God continuously, you're going to see a lack of power in your Christian life. So very sobering book. I hope that you'll take some time as you're reading through this to really focus on it and reflect on your own life and ask yourself, am I living the Christian life that God wants me to live, the Joshua conquering the promised land type of Christian life, or do I find myself constantly in defeat? Thanks for being here, part of the podcast. We'll be back Sunday with our next study in the book of Romans. Continue and enjoy your journey through the Bible.